Hey everyone, welcome to Smash Trivia. I'm your host, Smash Trivia John. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram by searching Smash Trivia to follow everything happening with me. I'll be the one with the big old green head in the profile picture. So excited to get into this. This is the Gamma Analysis. Basically, in this series, I'm going to review everything Hulk, all the movies, TV shows, and I also do random other geeky films. Occasionally, not so geeky ones too. And I also like to mix things up once in a while by not reviewing anything. Hope you enjoy Smash Trivia Presents The Gamma Analysis. I want to ask everyone listening if they can please do sign for me. Please share the hell of this podcast with all your friends. If you don't, Hulk will be angry. Now that we have all of that important stuff out of the way, let's smash right into this episode. <laughs> Hey, my hello, my gamma friends. I'm joined by Clayton from the Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies podcast. How are you doing, Clayton? I'm doing great, John. I'm so glad you're having me back for another weird ass movie. (laughs) (laughs) I found someone who I found someone who can appreciate the weird movies like me. So of course I'm gonna keep bringing back for (laughs) them. Oh man. Um. We are going to today be reviewing um a film that a film that honestly and this is uh, this probably uh, this might surprise a lot of people because it's not a very well known film at all. Uh, I bet you probably hadn't even heard of this before I asked you to come on. Uh, uh, I had noticed it existed because I love Barbara Crampton, and so I had seen that she like had this, and I was through like Voodoo and stuff on Tuesdays to see new stuff coming out. So I had like been on my radar kind of but it wasn't like high in my oh i should watch this sometime yeah. but i was aware of it <laughs> okay oh uh, but so uh, uh this is a film that ended up being one of my favorite films of last year uh air which uh I, because of the uh, of how not well known it is i, I bet that's probably as far as say but the film we're reviewing is onyx the fortuitous and the talisman of souls uh, what a title Oh yeah, it's it's probably I'm I'm pretty sure. So I, I there's someone I follow on on TikTok who he did a video talking about the uh the longest titles of uh, of 2023 for movies and uh, and um I think the I think what was uh, he figured out was that this was like n- the fourth or the third place for longest title. Nice. <laughs> I love a movie with a title, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. So, uh, oh, this film. Uh, actually, before we get, uh, before we actually delve deep into this film, I do want to talk, uh, uh, uh briefly about um another film that I I finally got to see uh a, this past uh a Sunday that I I had been wanting to see for a while, which is Poor Things. Uh, a um that film, uh, a film. It's absolutely insanity, and I and I loved it uh, of it. What uh, what did you think of Poor Things when you ended up uh, you got to see it? I loved Poor Things. I saw it right before New Year's. It just snuck right in and uh, ended up being. I think I had it in my number four spot of my favorites of the year. Oh. I love everything you were going to the most has ever done. Love it. So I was really excited about this, and I already knew Emma really vibed with his work after the favorite. And was so excited. 
And for the most part, I really loved it. I thought the third act got kind of slow and it didn't entirely work. Just kind of like the wrap up of it. But overall, like I loved it. I loved the production design, the costumes, Emma Stone putting in like such a great performance and like oh, yeah. Mark uh, Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe, like just the entire cast was so great and got it and just, it was really kind of great to end a year on because I was just like, man, we should all live life a little more like Bella Baxter. You know, she could teach us a lot. And yeah, I, I really loved it. I can't wait to watch it again. Uh, I like, as I said, so I, I first got to see it actually on Sunday. And that's because, uh, and this is a film I had been wanting to see for a while. Uh, but for some reason, it just kept not coming to my theater uh, or near me. And, uh, and finally, I saw, I uh, saw so as I was looking through the Regal app, uh, app all my like last Saturday, it said that it was playing. So I was like, damn, I gotta go see that now. Uh, uh, and um, I I think it's a damn good film. I think the I think not only the um acting and the uh, and the story, but I also think just like the visuals of everything it looks very beautiful uh oh everything mm-hmm. looks like work of art uh all right. um i and like uh, i it, it's listed as a comedy but it, it there's not a lot of jokes but i did have some moments where i uh, uh where i laughed out loud while uh, i was watching it i had i the there were some really great funny moments uh it's and, and a lot of them are like physical comedy which you don't see a lot of physical comedy in films anymore. The art that's like, uh, like it reminded me of stuff like, uh, like, um, the old silent film comedies, uh, is, uh, is from a long time ago. If that makes sense. Yeah. I thought it was very funny. I thought it was, I had seen your post about it and mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a couple of things I was going to say. I was like, I had no idea this was listed as a comedy. I would have very much, I mean, I think it's very funny, but yeah. I'm like, this is a drama. And you know, when we had that conversation, oh, yeah. you were like, I don't, just don't really watch a lot of dramas. And then you said you were going to see poor things. And I'm like, you didn't go see dramas and he's going to go watch poor things. Like this is drama Oscar bait as it gets. Yeah. I'm glad you liked so, it. <laughs> the sign that I think is really funny about, uh, I, about, Poor things, and it's uh, and it's Oscar nomination, uh, which is so <laughs> multiple Oscar nominations. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but I mean, particularly like the best picture nomination for. Uh, or I think this this is so funny to me about it because while this is definitely an oversimplification of of what the film is, technically this is a sex comedy, and it's a it's possibly gonna win an Oscar, which is hilarious to me. The uh, the idea of that, and <laughs> not only that, but it's a sex comedy from Disney because uh, uh, because it was released by I uh, um Searchlight, which was uh, which is a a Disney company now because they bought Fox. So it's it's hilarious to me to think that that there's a possibility that a sex comedy from disney could win the uh, win oscar <laughs> yeah true <laughs> yeah i thought it was great highly yeah, recommend it. i'm i'm glad you loved it and uh yeah, i'm i'm glad the most movies are also not for everyone so <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you can... vibed with it his movies yeah, either it's... work for you or they don't <laughs> it, it, i i think that the uh, this film felt to me like absolute insanity at its best uh so that was uh and uh, and that's a big part of why and uh, i think i enjoyed it so much uh I, 
just it, as everything about it just feels so crazy and uh, easy, but it all somehow works. Uh, it's um, and, uh, the uh, uh, all the acting in it is great. Uh, I, uh, one thing I thought uh, I did find a little bit uh, strange, so uh, and um, that uh, and this goes a little bit in spoiler territory, so if you haven't uh, I haven't seen it, maybe skip uh, a few minutes. Uh, it's in the podcast, but um. I find it a little weird, the, uh, uh, weird, and this isn't even a fault on the film, but, uh, um, it's just fault on one of the characters, but, there's, but, or is there multiple characters, but I find it weird, the, uh, weird, how, um, I don't remember what, I don't know what the actor's name is, but the, the assistant guy, uh, uh, I at the house, do you know, uh, know mm. who I'm talking about? Uh, uh him yeah. and also Mark Ruffalo's character, like, when they met Bella, even though she looks like a full-grown adult, she has the mind of a child. So it's a little weird that they fell in love with her in a sexual fashion to me. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, the whole uh, or having the mind of a yeah. child thing made some things really uncomfortable. But I mean, I don't know, just what it had to say about like being oh, yeah. a woman and fem- femininity it's... and discovering your sexuality yeah. and just looking at yourself with no shame was just like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was really cool, but yes, yeah, some of the times like, I'm I just like, "Ooh, I, uh, this is a child." <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like I don't, I don't see it as a problem with the film, but just is like, uh, this, this just feels a little off. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, um, and again, if you watch his other movies, like, uh, there are a lot of moments that are kind of like, "Wait a minute," <laughs> which. When they, uh, when a director has a lot of moments like that, it does a little bit make me wonder about them. Like not that same context, but like just really mm-hmm. uh, kind of taboo territories. Yeah. I love his oh. movies. Check check them out. Favorite, mm-hmm. great. The uh, lobster, amazing. Killing of a sacred deer, fucking love, love. it. Dog tooth, like just check them out. <laughs> the lobster is one that I particularly am interested in checking out at some point because it uh, it sounds. It sounds very ridiculous. The uh, the idea of I what I read was like like what is I I think uh, like after forty five days people turn into lobsters for uh, or some reason. Yeah, if you're single, like, <laughs> if you're single longer than forty five days, you God. get turned into an animal of your choosing. Oh, lobster is oh. wonderful. I fucking love it. It's so good. Oh man. Uh, so but uh, let's get into ooh, ice witches. So as I said, this would end up being one of my favorite films of last year. Uh, and reason why is it is to me like immediately after watching it, it just felt uh, I I just felt this uh, this feeling like this film was made specifically for me and my taste. And uh, I like uh from the the style of humor, the the uh, humor like um fact that green is such an integral part of this movie the uh I also and then also like you have references in there like i uh, references the alf which is side that you don't see often but is sign that i absolutely love uh of i i want like it was a show that my uh that well yeah i wasn't alive in the 80s when it came out but it was a show my my mom introduced to me and i've loved ever since i've i've watched I'm pretty sure all the episodes multiple times uh times now uh so i was like uh, uh they i really enjoyed that uh i um yeah and just all the the 
spooky but not like actually trying to scare you vibe like there's uh, like there's just so many different parts of this that i'm just like this feels integrally me if that makes sense it really does make sense i <laughs> okay my journey watching this movie <laughs> i had been up like my sleep schedule has just been fucked and so i had been up for like two days straight like helping one of my friends move and just catching up on a bunch of stuff and then finally and then i was like anyway it was just a lot i was exhausted went to sleep and i'm super depressed so i can sleep for like forever and i woke up and i was like okay i've got enough time to watch this movie and eat and everything and i went to get it off the hoopla app which is where it was available connected through my library and it was like oh this doesn't work oh no something's wrong with your library card and i was just like oh my god so i was like all right go to the library i probably just got a fine and i did i had a three dollar fine and hoopla doesn't work uh if there's any fine in your library card so i had to like go do that uh, got home and i'm like okay uh, no i really don't have time <laughs> i'm like grabbing some garlic bread to eat and i like sat down and uh started watching it and I'm like, okay, something about this isn't working for me. And I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, well, maybe I just need to smoke. So I got high and it really started working for me. Yeah. I one giant thing. I did figure it out by the end of the movie, what it was the writer director of the film mm -hmm. who also plays Onyx. Yeah, I loved Andrew everything Bowser. about the movie that was not him. Which I get that this yeah. is a character he had on YouTube. This is how he played him. Like, he's got all this YouTube stuff. But I just wish... And so, like, that's the character. Obviously, it has to be him. But I think the movie would have been 8 million times better if it was literally any other person in that role. It just it stuck out from the rest oh, of the movie in a way that just was really weird and just did not work for me. Like, his line delivery and stuff. I was like, it's doing its own thing. It's not my type of humor, but, like, he's doing his thing. And I thought that whole character and especially his delivery like this guy i dated back when i lived in alabama i was like he would have thought he was hilarious like he would have loved this it's very like adult swim like i don't know it's just a really specific type of thing mm -hmm. um so everything with him just like really got on my nerves like legitimately annoyed me when he was on screen uh talking <laughs> but oh everything around him i loved i thought it was so funny i love the practical effects i mean the five five references you never hear oh, yeah. an american tale and um, just the little thing of like the Adaidu Dambala, like from Chucky. I yeah, was just like, yeah, like I, I love that they did. They, uh, I as a whole an homage to Chucky having that. Uh, I mean, just like the basically the exact same chant. I love that. Yeah. Uh, it... As soon as they started saying that, I started laughing. But yeah, really, <laughs> like that was the main thing. Like that's a really big thing to not work in the movie because he's in a lot of it, but everything around him i enjoyed so much like it was just kind of a mixed bag overall okay. yeah i like the movie i like the concept i like the script uh, yeah interesting it's interesting to me is like i i feel um very much the the opposite about onyx himself i think like i loved his personality in this i thought the, i thought uh he has a absolutely hilarious personality I, I like and i loved the loved his that's humor. This was so I did not watch any of his name, uh, the YouTube stuff before seeing this. Mm -hmm. uh, is how I found out about this film was I was just scrolling through TikTok one day, and uh, all of a sudden it came up this clip of uh, of him going on on. And though I don't think this was actually real, I think it might it was a skit, but 
uh, it was just I think it was just a skit, but uh, it let Onyx going on a Christian podcast to promote uh, to promote his film. I find it absolutely hilarious. This uh, is the uh, is because the idea that uh, you know, this Satanist tried to go on a Christian podcast to promote his film and and the uh, and the podcaster is acting as if the film is a christian film even though it's very it's definitely not and uh, oh like after seeing that clip i was like i want to see more of this guy i, I want to see this film he's promoting the uh and um i wasn't able to see it when uh yeah at that point because it uh it was only released in theaters for one night only like uh, so i had to wait till uh oh wait till it came out uh on digital uh oh um i think it was it was late november and uh, iron yeah this thing was like crowdfunded micro budget like oh yeah the fact it, that they got a theatrical release at all is phenomenal oh yeah and like uh and just as soon as i watched it i was just like yes to everything and uh and i'm like i hope this gets a sequel especially since it does set up one at the end yeah, and I would watch a sequel to this, 100%. Uh, this had a lot of things that I really like. I love a whole, like, uh, group of strangers invited out mm -hmm. to a mansion for, like, a whole, like, any movie that has that automatically has me. A lot of these actors I really enjoyed. Uh, oh, the yeah. one that plays Shelly, I've seen her in a lot of stuff, and I think she's so funny, mm -hmm. um, especially yeah. in Insatiable, which was a very non-PC Netflix show that sadly got canceled after two seasons that I really liked oh. uh, about beauty pageants. <laughs> and um yeah a lot of the stuff and even like his character like the stuff he was saying i did think was funny it was just his line delivery i was just like man if i, I was just thinking because i was like is it the script that it, that he wrote for himself and obviously he's the director and everything mm -hmm. and wants things done a certain way so like um but he just has a very specific type of acting that i didn't <laughs> yeah. think worked in a film like it just oh, didn't no. feel connected to everything that, else that was happening mm -hmm. i was just like he is acting in a different movie than everyone else and i was just like man even tarantino i wish he wasn't didn't put himself in his own movies yeah. uh but yeah oh, i no. like everything around him and like even what he was saying i loved and i did think what he was doing like it didn't necessarily work for me but i could see how it would work for a lot of people but i still felt like it just didn't like mesh with the rest of the material if that makes hey. sense I think uh, some of my favorite moments with Onyx, uh, I um, uh, I have like funny uh, show. I think particularly like what I uh, the scene where uh, I, where he's at his uh, at his mom and Todd's house and uh, us and he uh, they they're supposed to be breathing and they whispers, "Fuck you, Todd." <laughs> I loved that. I uh, added a uh, yeah. uh, Todd's response of. Fuck you, Onyx, the fartuitous. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then the demon later calls him the fartuitous yeah. as well. I was like, that's funny. And, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of great, like, uh, I, um, callbacks with the film that, uh, um, and that I didn't notice the first time I watched, like, uh, uh um, like, the, uh, they have, uh, have that, them recreating the, uh, I, mean, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. And there was at the beginning of the film, they uh, him saying it would be fun to recreate that in this house, and uh, house, and then also like how they had the immediately went uh, upon gaining the house, they were like let him rise or something, and then 
and they did the same thing at the end of the film when uh when onyx uh, rises from the pit um so i i love the like all the callbacks in the film uh uh-uh. and but uh the other scene that i really loved from uh of with ice that i found absolutely hilarious was when he finds out that uh finds out that he uh that his role is the virgin like i just that scene was that. so funny so <laughs> funny <laughs> oh yeah. uh, i loved when uh what's her face the queen character uh was like you never even uh <laughs> does the jerking <laughs> yeah. off motion he's like no why and then the joke about like the only thing that ever touched his wee was his never washed uh oh my god what oh, were wow. they whatever underwear and then at the end you see <laughs> he's, you see he's wearing yeah. them like, that's wonderful it's oh great. yeah it's, uh, it's great uh, i that's like also like the when in doubt skewer it out uh, out which is like done three different times during the film uh, yeah. I, I love the, i think the uh, script of this like everything i really liked it i just not yeah. his performance like yeah i, I, like, I can get that it's uh, it's definitely a very like specific kind of person that it's uh it's aiming towards uh or um like the honest like i uh, know I don't talk the way he does, but I've, uh, I I kind of saw a lot of myself and uh, of uh, of in Onyx. I think that's a part of why I've, uh, I'm enjoying him so much. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, the character of Onyx is wonderful. Like great character. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I do agree. The uh, the, uh, the production design for everything, like uh, I, I, I think was so it's much so fun. Cool. It, like yeah, like I. Look of the demon in the dream. The uh, I am like uh, the ghouls. Uh, ghouls like they had. Uh, they had look to them where like you can uh, uh, you can tell there's like there's definitely like um stuff they're inspired by, but they still felt like they had a unique look to them. Yeah, and I think that was really cool. Um, the uh, uh the design of the uh, eye of the like box demon was uh was really funny uh i and i and i like the i loved it. that box demon and i <laughs> love the fact that his nose like was looked like the handle and as soon as we hear about this little demon in the box i'm like oh my god what's it gonna look like what's it gonna look like oh yeah. and then we see it and i'm just like yes everything yes this is a wonderful 10 out of 10 no notes yeah all the practical effects and like monster designs mm-hmm. in it i thought were just so much fun Oh yeah, the uh, uh and oh I love how we got uh like we figured oh you find out uh with that scene the whole reason why uh, uh why Onyx says all the time I don't know I don't know I don't know uh, it was uh, very Hodor pretty... Game of Thrones <laughs> um uh, one thing uh, that I do I want to ask I'm not sure with the film do you think. Our talk actually talked, uh, uh, actually like was in conversation uh, uh, and with uh, with Lucifer, or or do you think he was just completely out of his ass and uh, ass and like lying its way through everything? Oh yeah, I don't think he was in touch with yeah. Lucifer now. Yeah, I th- I think I think if they had, he would absolutely know that uh, uh know that Marcus Trillberry is the uh is Onyx the Fortuitous uh is, yeah since uh since we had just before that the uh, at um Abaddon uh, uh on 
meeting uh, um, uh, they end um I think uh, I think now I, I get where you're uh, saying with the uh, I would like not uh, I enjoying the acting from uh, from Andrew Bowser as uh, as I but like, I I honestly was I loved the acting of everyone in this film uh, um I I I was uh, it was uh, they all bounced off of each other so well yeah and this looks like a blast to make uh especially my favorite performance was farah i loved every time she was on screen anything she was doing and that was so fascinating how she played the character and stuff uh and like in the dream sequence with onyx and everything with her like all the uh (laughs) her uh depiction of what anyway you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. i can't even try to describe that furry wonderfulness (laughs) Uh, i'm just like oh my god this movie uh, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I I loved uh, of fair and you know uh, if I'm being honest, I, I probably would not have the strength to uh, like, to stay with my uh, with my friends with uh, if if she offered to be with me like she yeah she go like, rule oh, hell yeah. with your demon bride like <laughs> yeah. go for it man <laughs> your I, life is I so loved... like you were the biggest loser like go do that yeah I loved I loved. Farah, both her personality and her whole look uh, is just mm-hmm. perfect for me. <laughs> yeah, she's got that green <laughs> eye, you know, like <laughs> the, the hair, the, the hair, the um kind of goth look, but uh, uh mm-hmm. like mixed with the green, just all, uh, like all together, just like so perfect uh, for me. Um, uh, yeah, I think I so. But I will probably, again, one of my stoner friends, I feel like this is a movie that I'm going to be like, hey, download this, see what you think, and maybe watch it again. Because, uh, again, I could see other people really loving everything he was doing. But, yeah. Yeah. And, again, like that. movies don't have to be for everyone. Oh, yeah. And, again, and everything else, like, I loved this enough. I enjoyed it. I'd probably watch it again. And if there's a sequel, I'll 100% oh, yeah. watch that. And, and uh, I love that it exists. You know, this movie is crowdfunded. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, and like this is a, I think this is a film, a film just like with uh, like films like uh, I and the Apocalypse or Dave Made a Maze, where I'm like, I wanna, uh, I want to uh, uh, particularly put forth time to try and get more people to see this because I, because uh, uh, I think there, uh, I think films like this, there are a lot of people who love. But they're, uh, but because they're so indie and they did have a uh, have a lot of marketing around them, most people haven't seen them. Yeah, there was a one of my favorite films of last year was called Brightwood, and it was a very, 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 very indie horror film. And I would have never heard of it. And uh, this director I had done a thing on his movie had hit me up about it. And I wasn't able to like record an episode on it. I really wish I would have, but it was just so busy and I was so depressed. Like I just couldn't do it, but I really tried to promote it on social media and stuff. It ended up being, you know, one of my favorites of the year and I still really love it. And also it's uh, for free on Voodoo. If you want to check it out, Brightwood. Yeah. It's a really good, like kind of sci-fi horror movie. Like I, I loved it. I couldn't love it enough. And I'm just like, I wish more people knew about this and like, it's very raw, very low budget. But what they were able to accomplish with it was so cool. And I'm just like, I'm so glad people are still like going out and making cool stuff and doing their ideas, mm-hmm. even without, you know, a studio ever being like, 
<laughs> yeah, fuck no, we're not putting money into this. <laughs> yeah, look, I I feel like there's there's no chance that any studio would have allowed to like like Onyx support to it isn't Italian the souls probably get made. Like it's uh, I yeah, it's it's very out there. Um, yeah. Um, I think uh, I one thing that uh, I that I particularly love about this and. I I feel like this is a really great way to describe the vibe of this film is Scooby Doo but for adults. Yes. <laughs> like I and I and as someone who when uh, you said both, the vibe of this film, I was so curious as to what was going to come out of your mouth because I'm like, how <laughs> would you describe the vibe of this film? Yeah, it, it obviously does not have a talking dog, but it does have a very unique uh, unique main character. <laughs> Uh, character but the, i think everything else about it, it it just screams the same kind of tone and vibe as scooby-doo but if you added adult humor into that yeah this is very much like for stoner adults i feel like it, uh, i yeah especially if you like love the horror genre this is a very mm -hmm. loving send-up of a certain type of horror that i did oh, really yeah. appreciate so yeah, I am like glad the, you uh, asked me to watch this because I don't know when I would have ever gotten around to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm even for Barbara for Crampton. But, and I love that, like you know, there's actors again, like Barbara Crampton, that are just like horror royalty. That'll see a project like this and like, yeah, I'm going to come on to give it a little bit of genre cred, you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just uh, love the, that for her and for the film. And yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And I, um, I also uh, I think I think the actor playing. Bartok, uh, which is uh, is Jeffrey Combs. I think he's also also like legacy horror. Uh, uh, or oh yeah, oh yeah. And that's <laughs> uh, and, oh that's really cool as well. The the oh uh, I think uh, so. Outside of the uh, oh Onyx and Farah, I think my uh, I think my favorite character uh, or probably would be uh, uh be um Mr. Duke. I like I I really enjoyed uh Oid, um that that performance uh, that was so much fun to, uh, to watch. Yeah, honestly, all of the you know guests to the mansion, I thought every single one of them was amazing. I yeah. honestly like. In some ways, I think the movie ran on a little bit too long. I don't think it needed to be pushing two hours, but at the same time, like I don't know what I necessarily would have cut from it mm -hmm. because it does get going pretty quickly. And um, but yeah, I think I just wanted a little bit more from all of the people because they were so much fun to watch. Yeah. But, oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think what else is there to say about this film? Um, I mean, honestly, I finished this movie and I was like, I'm speechless. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, I love the like all the uh the hidden title uh all scenes it's uh and how Adi just keeps hitting his head on the uh, on um but uh Cobweb every Cobwebs single time he like every the single time it's great uh i um and also like uh, i and this and this is something that has uh, surprised me that uh, i mean i've really i've really gotten into recently uh i because of that's uh, my background where I uh, like I I grew up at up as uh, in Christianity, but I've been uh, I've been really loving uh, loving lots of horror films with a, a satanic influence in them uh, uh influence mm -hmm. and the, uh, and so I really appreciate that aspect in this as uh, as well. I thought I 
that was really cool to me. Uh, like, is, and, and especially like how they don't, uh, they're they're not treating these uh, these characters that believe in or uh, worship the devil as if they're bad people, which I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, they predict they portray them kind of lame, like they're kind of lame, but <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could recommend you some very fun, funny horror oh, yeah. comedies I... in kind of the same vein if you do like that kind of stuff. Because I also grew up very Christian, Absolutely. so I know that little. Uh, specific itch that can be like <laughs> absolutely i you know like one that i particularly i uh, enjoyed watching last year that at some point i might try and do a, a review of on my podcast though i don't know if there's enough to it to actually talk about um is a film called satanic panic oh that was one of the ones i was going to recommend to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i really enjoyed that uh that film it was and um that was that was the film that uh, that started me down looking for uh, or films with the uh, with the horror films with a satanic influence in them. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun with Satanic Panic myself. <laughs> I thought it was great, great time. Yeah, like there's uh, like that film. Like I I, I was uh, it was really interesting to me because it was uh, like it's very low budget, but it's trying to treat itself seriously. It felt to me, and I mm-hmm. and I loved that uh, that aspect because like. I find a lot of uh, a lot of low budget horror films feel like it's doesn't uh, it doesn't always work to me uh, for me because they don't uh, feel like they're always actually trying. But then films like uh, with uh, with say Chain Panic or Onyx Fortuitous, Ice uh, and Talon of Souls, uh, all those, it felt it was like they're really trying and like even though they don't have a budget, things still look really cool. The the all yeah. um yeah like. I, I the camera work in this like really I think is a big thing to point out like uh, I, with how cheap the, this was made uh, I it looks like it uh, looks like uh, I a uh, I the about uh, uh, the kind of camera movement you'd see in a big budget film uh, um and I think that's really yeah cool. I wouldn't have thought this was like a huge budget but I would have thought this was like you know a five million dollar movie yeah it, uh, look it doesn't. But uh, I think of uh, uh, for uh, the kind of look of really cheap movies as like look you get from a student film uh, uh, film, but uh, versus sign like this where like that you can definitely see they put a lot of effort into making the uh, the camera work look cool and look uh, and look cinematic and it uh, it all just works together. Yeah, I thought it was very very well done and well made, and I think he did a great job on directing and the script and oh, yeah. i just think maybe acting is there for everyone you know <laughs> <laughs> oh uh how uh, one thing i very much uh, wonder uh, with the end of the film uh, i was like why are they now uh now like just living at this uh this mansion after the uh, people died i feel or or well, after bartok was uh was has head chopped off and Pharaoh left with him and like i i feel like they wouldn't just legally be able to do that <laughs> you know i 100 percent just accepted it honestly yeah. like i had uh, <laughs> i had zero problem with that i was like i love that they're yeah, living in this uh, house uh, and having uh, their best life as this big family I don't have, like uh, i'm not worried about the paperwork of it all <laughs> i don't have a problem with it i'm more like i would be interested in the uh, asset if they, i were to like explain like in uh, i Oh, maybe like in a sequel, like they're like, 
uh, Z put it uh, up, uh, used her ma uh, or their uh, their magic to oh um uh, to make it so everyone just believes this uh, house is theirs now. <laughs> I think that would be yeah. really funny. Um, I believe they could do that. Uh, there was one thing that I think was a missed opportunity in the film for another um callback joke to an earlier scene. I think when they were discussing how each one of them had uh, had dreams uh, aims the night before getting um who their uh, their role chosen, I think it would have been great to, uh, a for Mr. Duke to be uh, to say. So I had this. Uh, I had this dream where I saw fur on my hands. And it was fur on my face. Uh, I said, like him followed that up with. Uh, at first, I thought it. Uh, I thought it must have been related to our conversation about that character you, uh, you mentioned, Alf. Alf and how he's uh, he's furry and. Uh, but now I realize these. Uh, I realize it was all because of this uh, of who I truly am. I think like, I, I was born been... at the very end of the 80s and also grew up without TV because of being Christian. So Alf wasn't something that was really ever a part of my life, but I was very aware of Alf's existence. Mm -hmm. And I love that he got <laughs> some shout outs in this uh, in this oh, movie yeah. at least a couple times. Uh, yeah, they really like... missed an opportunity in his dream sequence to include Alf. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. And to be honest, I feel like uh, I... Um... Paul Fresco, I think, is the name of the actor who voices Alf. But uh, I honestly feel like uh, I, he would absolutely be willing to uh, reprise the character or for a cameo and sign like this. I feel like they've been kind of talking about bringing Alf back. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've heard so, a couple different things the past few years. Yeah. Um. There had been, uh, there had been like, uh, I, I think it was like 2018, there, there had been a uh, and the company that tried buying the uh, that buy, uh, bought rights to try and make a movie, uh, and then but that still has not uh, uh, come out uh, um to fruition. But then uh, uh, and last year it was announced that uh, announced that Ryan Reynolds bought the rights to the character so he could uh, he could um use him for uh use him for both ads for his uh, ads for his various companies uh, uh companies and. Uh, so there's now Alf like Mint uh, uh Mint Mobile uh old ads and a couple other th uh, uh things that uh Ryan Reynolds is involved with and uh, all of with and also he uh, he bought the character so that he could uh he could have it have marathons of the Alf TV show play on the the Maximum Effort channel I think it was I think it's a channel he owns on Roku. <laughs> It's wonderful. Good for Ryan. Mm -hmm. Live your best life. I'm glad. <laughs> Get like, your Alf like, constant. I yeah, uh, and I I feel like uh, I feel like between uh, and there being a lot of people like myself who are really happy to see uh, uh see more Alf with those ads and how how a lot of people will end up loving the Ted TV show on on Peacock. I wouldn't be surprised if it's. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if more people, uh, more companies start thinking. Uh, I mean, we should try and bring this character back because uh, people are starting to come back around to liking the idea of uh, of puppet characters, even though yeah. Ted is technically not uh, a puppet character. He's CGI. Yeah, you could do a CGI Alf, but yeah, it probably wouldn't be the same. 
I think it, I think uh, it would be good to have like a bit of a mix, uh, a mix of like uh, a a hybrid between uh, a practical and uh, add CGI for some like alpha alpha these days uh, is. And, I mean, I think it should be practical. I'm always I, like, a fan I'm, of practical. Uh, like, I'm like, keep the would, meep in the Doctor Who Christmas special. Like, oh yeah, I I would absolutely want on uh, practical. I'm just saying, I think. If they did a uh, uh, did something that was a bit of a mix, it could work. I think if he was just completely CGI, it would be it would be a little weird. Uh, uh weird to see. Oh uh, yeah, I I I don't know. Is it, uh, I don't know if there's anything else that really needs uh needs to be talked about with this uh this film, but the uh, just I absolutely love everything about it. Uh, it, it I hope he uh, gets made a sequel, and you know. If Andrew Bowser uh, somehow listens to this episode, uh, he probably wouldn't. Uh, uh, but, but, but hey, uh, hey, I asked, uh, I put uh, on Twitter asking to, uh, to interview you. I'd still love to do that. And also, hey, if you make a sequel to this, I would love to be uh, of to try and uh, uh, and um get into acting with your uh, with that film since I've been wanting to get into acting with a while uh, for a while. I'm very happy to be uh, uh, to be turned into a ghoul if you want. <laughs> These ghouls look great. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, is there anything, uh, any last things you want uh, want to say about the film uh, um, before we end this off? Um, I don't think so. I had a really great time with it. Uh, if you, especially if you like to smoke or whatever, check that movie out. And I could just be being Mr. Cranky Pants about his oh, performance yeah. but even with my it really not working for me it didn't like necessarily detract from having a fun time with the movie which oh. i did really like a lot i thought the humor was great i thought it was put together very well mm -hmm. uh i thought all the other performances were wonderful i yeah oh yeah it's a great time I, with the movies check it out and uh, there are a that... lot worse ways you could spend an hour and 50 minutes oh yeah uh, and I, uh, and after watching this film, I I want to see like all of these actors and more stuff now uh, of now because like I as I said I enjoyed all of them. Oh, but particularly I I, I do want to mention I I really enjoy they uh, um both uh both Andrew Bowser as his uh his uh, fortuitous character. And uh and um Olivia Taylor Dudley who uh, who plays Farah. Uh, they've been uh, they've done a couple a uh, couple of um little shorts that were uh or it's as promos for the film that I found absolutely hilarious where they were uh so they had a parody version of um I, I can't remember what it was uh it was called uh, uh the original version of uh, it was like this pizza uh uh pizza company mascot I think it might have been from Domino's uh oh let me see. If I can pull up, uh oh, I'm talking about the uh, Domino's um, those mascot character. No, it's not uh, uh, the Noid. Uh, have you ever heard of the Noid? Mm -mm. Well, so uh, uh, so um, this is the the Noid, and they did a parody of this uh, of the the Noid called the Nodge. Uh, Nodge, and it's funny. They did these multiple shorts where uh, where um they had to stop the off the nodge let nodge be a parody of stop the noid who's always trying to steal uh uh see i think it was people's pizza or something in the old commercials and 
Um, it was hilarious. They uh, they they would be end up killing their killing uh, the Nodge in really uh, a brutal and uh, uh and um spectacular ways and uh, as it made for really funny uh I promo videos uh, uh for the film uh, um and all oh, I think it was like he was trying to maybe steal the film or something <laughs> I don't know uh oh and, that's wonderful and one of them like oh one of them they had uh had um as he was uh, as Onyx is trying to uh, uh I to melt him uh uh him with a blowtorch he uh, arch um they had uh had uh, olivia taylor dudley uh, uh he just like uh so she's uh at first she's cheering him on but then uh, uh but then you can slightly hear she's like uh uh uh, uh, uh she tries uh uh, uh she says um sighing about fucking the nodge and it uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, and, uh, and then after right afterwards i is just like did you just say you want to fuck the nodge She's like, no, no, no. Yeah, I kind of want to fuck not. <laughs> I love it. Hey, oh, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, oh, um, all right. Bef uh, uh, before we end this off, uh, of all, I actually already have the uh, have the announcer voice. Uh, uh, say that uh, I that Clayton wants uh, us to say. Uh, I he, this is a. Quote from the uh, uh from Saltburn. Uh, it was it is. I was a lesbian uh, uh and for a while. Uh, you know, but uh, it was all a bit too wet for me in the end. And men are so lovely and dry. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> welcome. Oh man. Uh, I I've uh, I've heard a uh, heard both. Lots of good things about uh, uh, about Saltburn, and also uh, also some people be like uh, uh, some people not really liking it. And I've I've heard there are particular scenes that are not uh, are not easy to watch. So I have not. I, no, I have fucking not loved Saltburn so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll never look at bathtub drain the same way again. But uh, yeah, uh, I've, I've heard great. about the, uh, I. I <laughs> I've heard there's some crazy stuff about a, a bathtub scene, but I'm about like I don't know if I need to see that. Uh, let's see whatever it is. <laughs> Saltburn is a wonderful time. Oh man, <laughs> a bit awkward to watch with a crowd at a theater, but you know, <laughs> I can imagine. Oh man, oh man, uh, uh, so. And also another uh, film that I watched recently, uh, recently that I ended up loving. Uh, I um and I saw that you actually did an episode for your podcast about uh, uh which is the Mean Girls musical film. Uh, 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 yeah, we did a Patreon episode on it. Uh, I, uh, I that film. Uh, I'm not gonna ask you what you thought of it because I don't want to spoil it for your. I liked episode. it. Oh god, but yeah, I. I end up really loving it. Like uh, I, everything about it, from the music to the vibe, uh, I like the the uh, like the visuals. All uh, those were just so fun. Uh, on and um, and like I would, uh, and I think they actually did a really good job at uh, uh at updating it to present day. Like uh, like a yeah, lot of films, I... I feel like they don't do well, but I uh, but this one I thought uh, uh did pretty well.
Yes. Uh, it's not my Mean Girls, but uh, I did go see it twice and I didn't have to. So. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, also, I've had the original uh, I, I honestly think uh, I, you know I love the original Mean Girls. I I honestly think this one is uh, is as good as that one uh, on, but uh, they they are uh, I, I think it's uh, I I just uh, just personally my taste uh
um in the early 2000s the 90s the eyes were uh, like if i watch them for the first time now as an adult i uh, i'll um i end up uh, up not liking them as much as a lot of the people who watch them odds and bay when they first came out because i'm as i don't have now rose tinted glasses towards them uh, i am because uh, i don't have some kind of nostalgia factor with them like i did not like uh like pulp fiction when i watched it a few years ago for the first time uh i'm that just was like why this none of this is working at all for me <laughs> But I, uh, uh, but I didn't I, like what Pulp Fiction until probably the third time I watched it, and then it finally clicked for me, and I've loved it ever since. Uh, yeah, but I like I, I feel like I, I feel like with a lot of those films, like a lot of the people who do love them, uh, of them, a lot of not old, oldish films. Uh, um, yeah, I was like, careful. <laughs> uh, 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 like because they watched them when they uh, they first came out, and they had uh, and. They had probably different views on the world back then. They've had, uh, they are now, uh, they've now developed rose tinted glasses for the, uh, uh, for those films. So they can't see problems that they have. Oh, they definitely have problems. But I would say one thing you have to do with movies is look at them in the time that they were made. Uh, think, like it's kind of hard to judge. I understand. Uh, I, I understand like a movie that. made in 1965. I, with, I understand. I understand that, but I also feel like uh, I also feel like you shouldn't completely look at the films like that or like that because even if people didn't think something was bad back then, it was still bad. People just didn't think it, and that uh, and yeah, that, I, I mean you can recognize okay. that and stuff, but it's oh. it's more just like you can't necessarily yeah. judge uh, a movie I'm, for. You know, nothing wrong with anybody who likes uh, like any of the uh, any of, like films that I, uh, um that are beloved that I end up not loving. Uh, I mean, they uh, uh, I mean, it's they just uh, were not for me. Uh, and yeah, even like there'll be some movies that I'll watch and like they'll be dropping the R word left and right, and it's just like ooh. And then I'm oh, like, yeah. you know, I... but in 1996, that is what we would have said. So hey. you know. <laughs> it's actually really I, I find that it's a really interesting thing for me with sign like the R word uh or, um when I watch older things, I seem to get uh I get more annoyed at it than if I see it in something that's newer. Because really? uh because with sign that's older, I'm like uh, I, I'm annoyed because uh I, that this is how they talked back then. Uh and versus yeah. with the uh sign newer, I'm like I understand that this is just the character. This oh, really? See, I always see it as the are. character, but also like, because obviously there's people that talk like that now. Well, yeah, but but, uh, but I'm not. Yeah, uh, but like say with uh, like say with the, uh, with when the R word is used in poor things, that is that character is not that uh, how that actor was. Like I feel like with a lot of older things. I'm uh, I'm not sure whether it's just supposed to be the character is supposed to be intolerant or if it's it's <laughs> just people are uh, were intolerant. I just you know either way the way I try to view things is like look how far we've come. Yeah, it, um, yeah, I yeah. I love seeing the uh, I love looking at the comparison between uh, when watching really old stuff like uh, like when I uh, uh, when I review stuff out of the seventies Hulk TV show. Oh, I love uh, I love being able to compare the uh, air 
landscape between then and now like one particular thing that stood out to me um uh, so i'm i am 22 years old so i was uh, i was born at the end of 20 uh, 2001 so when i watch uh, watch an episode of the of 70s talk show where uh where in that show david banner is uh is he's a fugitive from uh, uh from the law and he was able to get uh, uh get on a plane with no id and i was like that there was a time when people could do that i was like <laughs> and uh, you could smoke like, on wow. airplanes too how crazy is that <laughs> and uh, wow it's, it's always so interesting to me to see that difference between uh difference and I know, oh, obviously, because just literally a couple months before, uh, for when I was born is, uh, or is I'm pretty, uh, is when all that changed, and uh, and now, uh, now we do have to have a lot of security for, uh, and we uh, for people on planes. Oh yeah, <laughs> a, I just think that's it's uh, one of the I funniest things so... when I watch movies that were pre nine eleven is like how different airport scenes were. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always uh, just so interesting seeing stuff like that, and uh, and like also I like I love like calculating how much uh, if I ever see a, a money in a uh, in an old film, I love uh, of going by the years and calculating how much that money would be today. Hey, with inflation, mm -hmm. I, like I always find that so interesting. Like there was a, a scene in a uh, in where in a um arcade and uh a, and I and they gave this number for it uh and I calculate how much it would be today and I was like, holy shit, they made a lot of money from arcades back then. Yeah, I we just did an episode on Pulp Fiction, funnily enough. And <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the whole they reason have a, why I thought of Pulp Fiction. They have, uh, you know, talking about the $5 shake and also there's like a price of cigarettes that you get in the movie and just like thinking about what that was because, <laughs> you know, it sounds ridiculous now, but what it was back then. And I was like, yeah, that had me Googling uh, inflation. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, like, and I think I think a big part of like the inflation thing is like, I just love numbers. Like I always uh, like, I find it so interesting. Uh, um, I think a lot of people find it weird how uh how like I, I care about the box office films even if I don't go see the film. I like uh, I I will look for look at the box office of them because I just find it so interesting. The uh, the information about that. Oh yeah, I love box office info. It's so much fun. <laughs> uh well we, we, we've got uh quite off the rails uh oh thank you That's what uh, i'm here for <laughs> thank you clay for coming on uh on i, I really appreciate it uh, I, and i'm gonna check out uh i got the men who like men who like movies podcast uh us um as i said uh, uh we, we talked about they uh they did a, a review on uh oh on the mean girls musical on their patreon and they also did uh, also have a a pulp fiction one out uh out, uh, out recently and uh, a uh, check those things out uh out uh i always like having you on you uh it's always a lot of fun and you're uh, I, and as i said you're uh you're one of the old people i know where i can pick out, uh, out one of these weird films and you're not going to hate it so uh, yeah so most of the time <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean i don't think i've uh, i've found one that uh one that you actually hated so far 
I really hope you don't ever find one that I really hate because I would feel really yeah. bad about it. Yeah, like I don't want you to lie to uh, lie while you're on, but I'm like, uh, but also, also there is a part of me where I'm like, I I just want you to like the films that I recommend you. I know it's such a bummer. Sometimes I'll it's happened on mm-hmm. some podcasts where it's like a movie that I love, and I'm like, how could you not like this? And then you know they'll yeah. actually absolutely yeah. hate it, and I'm like, well, yeah, like and, and, that was a bummer. <laughs> and, and you, and there are times where you think you understand uh, and someone's taste in films, and you think they have very similar taste in films to you, and then you uh, then you show them a film that you absolutely love, and they're just like, this is they're like this is dog shit. I'm like. Great. Yeah, I went on my buddy's podcast and to talk about Hereditary, and I thought he was gonna love Hereditary, and like they all thought it was so boring and so like, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember I was I went on um another podcast for uh, us to talk about uh, uh the film that is actually my uh I one uh, my my favorite film uh uh film. Um, which is uh, is have you ever heard of the film Tag? Uh, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I definitely have not so seen it. So it's oh, uh, uh, it is uh, it is a film that uh, um that I ended up loving that came out in twenty eighteen that uh, and where it has uh, a it just uh, it's every uh, part of it just uh is, is a perfect feel good film for me. It has uh, uh it has um the kind of friends and group that i want as an adult and that uh all and i went on a podcast review because like the the person who invited me on they were like like what's your favorite film we will review that i went on and then we're uh we're talking about it and uh I, and very quickly i understood that he was uh, uh he was gonna be criticizing a lot out of it i'm like okay 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 I understand where you're coming from, but still, I love this. <laughs> this not. <laughs> yeah, people have different opinions, and, and those fine. things are it, subjective. It, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'm like I'm. I have no uh, no ill will towards him. I'm. Uh, uh, I would be happy to go on this podcast again. I just. I just felt uh, it was just like ah, great. Uh, at the uh, I, like I was. Uh, I was excited to be able to uh, uh, to actually talk about some uh, someone about this film since this is a film that I uh, I have been loving for years and I haven't uh, I haven't actually had a chance to t- uh, have a long conversation with someone about it but uh, I and then uh, finally have one and it's like of course the person that chose to have a long conversation about this film we wouldn't like it <laughs> that's how it goes sometimes yeah. you know usually uh, I hope I hope the conversation was at least good you know yeah yeah we uh, uh, um we both get uh, i think came up with some really great points about the film and uh um and i'm and I, as i said i would be happy to go on his podcast again uh I, um all right so uh oh thank you everyone for listening if you like this game analysis please give a five-star review on apple Podcasts or a five-star rating on spotify i love your your thoughts on the episodes please let me know Oh, and if you'd like to listen to more from me, please subscribe. Many more gallon analysis from me coming, so keep on the lookout. This again is your host, Smash Jerry John, signing off. <laughs>